0: Good morning. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm about to get out of this hot sun and go back into my house.
1: <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Oh my God. Down here in the Carolinas, we've been up there around 100 degrees. I mean, it's it's been unbelievable down here.
0: Let me ask you this: Do I sound echoey? Do I sound echoey right now?
1: No, well, you, maybe it sounds like the room is right there behind you, but I love that kind of an effect because I think we, in a moment like that, listeners go, wow, I'm, I'm being taken somewhere. This is very NPR-like. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going I'm to bring it inside here because uh – that sun is beaming down on my face. Go for it, dude. Man, you right. you are part of a legacy that people are going to be talking about years after we're gone. And that's what I love about American Ninja Warrior is that everybody on your staff is so willing to share the story. It's not going to be a magazine story because you guys are stepping out here talking with us.
0: Yeah. You know, um, you know, Ninja Warrior, you know, you say story and and it's hard to to say Ninja Warrior and not appreciate the stories that we've seen over the years when it comes to to Ninja Warrior. You know, I think back to, you know, Grandpa Ninja and I think back to. You know, some of the ninjas we've seen, like, you know, um, AT3, um, who was an amputee that competed in this year, you know, to be able to get a big Brett Weiland who could competed with and went far um, as an amputee, you know, Ninja Warrior is, is perhaps the most inclusive um, sport on the planet. I mean, nowhere else will you see it, the stories of ninjas from 15 years old to 71 years old, you know, men and women, um, you know, just competing on the same platform, the same obstacle um, and making no excuses.
1: I can't imagine what each one of those players do Because I know as a as martial artist A third degree black belt When I would go to those tournaments I wanted to meet my competition Only because I felt like That we're both pouring a lot of our souls into it And we're going to need each other To build ourselves back up After the course has been taken Do you see that happening? Yeah,
0: you know, the, the, you know We've all heard of the You know, rest in peace Kobe Bryant We've heard of the Mamba mentality mm-hmm. Well, there is also a saying the ninja mentality and the ninja mentality is a very supportive. They compete against each other, but they also support each other. You know, this year we've seen ninjas, you know, go side by side racing. And this is the first time we've introduced this on Ninja warrior on the big show. And of course, you know, it was met with a lot of anticipation because you're we've always had the question or the question has always been asked, who's the best ninja. And you know, sometimes the only way to really tell that is, to put them side by side and let them go, let them race. Wow. And we see that this year on Ninja Warrior on Monday nights on NBC. Um, but what was remarkable was to see that sometimes ninjas do fall. Yeah. And we see ninjas falling in some of these side by side racing. And as soon as they kind of get their their whereabouts after they fall and they're disappointed that they fell they turn around and start cheering on the ninja they were competing that is still <laughs> racing. That to me is the ninja mentality because you can put away your own defeat in that moment and support someone else. I wish life was like that because, you know, the ninja mentality, I think the world, um, especially here, or, you know, stateside that we, we need to embrace more of that. Um, you know, where we can put it, put away our differences we whether it's you know race gender whether it's politics and be able to support one another you know what I mean Um, and there's a way to do that and I think it's the ninja mentality
1: you know what I think you just explained the subliminal message of that entire show why I always feel so positive when the show is over because you're right when they're cheering each other and those cameras zoom in on them I mean it just it makes you feel great as a human being on this side of the screen
0: yeah, and, and let me say this. You know why you feel that way? Because deep down inside, you know all of us are flawed as human. Yep. It's a hard thing to do. It's not easy. So, you know, I think if anything, I think sometimes when we're showing it in just an hour or two-hour show, you know, it makes it look like it's easy. And I try to remind my kids of this all the time. And this is real talk. Um, I try to remind my kids. To be happy for one another i say you guys don't always get the same things. sometimes i purposely do this with my own kids yeah. like i'll come off the road and maybe i'll buy one kid a cap and not the others and then how come like be happy and i do it on purpose because in life we don't always get the same things and so i'm trying to train my kids to be happy for someone else And then I'll buy another kid something, and the other guy's like, but I didn't, remember when I got you that cap? Yeah. Remember how your sister or your brother was happy for you? Be happy for this person, because in time they'll realize, and hopefully grow to realize like, you know what? I didn't have to get everything that this other person got. The things that I got, I'm happy for, I'm grateful for. And these ninjas, they express that in competition. That's the hardest part, because you're at your highest level of emotions, right? Like when I'm competing, You know, the things that come out is raw, and that's where you know it's authentic with the ninjas because you can't put on a show when you're competing because you're in a zone, right? Like, um, and so when you see these ninjas in the zone and break out of the zone to start cheering for somebody else, like, that's dope. Like, that's what
1: everybody should tap into. And that body isn't always going to show up. And, that, and I think that was a, a wake-up call for the everyday average person this past week when Kevin Hart blew out his legs in that 40-yard dash. We think we can come on and be on American Ninja Warrior, but my God, will the body be able to handle it?
0: yeah that's yeah like like Kevin Hart man first off your role know it (laughs) your mouth shut it (laughs) because uh let me just let let me back digress here for a second um I told my son that uh, he's 11 years old I told him he's not going to be be able to beat me in a race until he's 21 yeah and the other day you know he's starting to train for track right now and the other day you know you know, we were going through some track warm-up exercises, and we started to do some sprint. And I saw that he wasn't going hundred percent. I said, "Come on, let let me get hop on the line." And I started to race, and he was on my heel. I'm going, "Oh no, no, no! I can't let him think." But I had no more gears. I had nothing left, and my pride wanted me to go turn it up to two or three more notches to separate and I said you better choke this thing right now and so I stopped I still beat him but I beat him by like maybe like like less than a meter right and I'm like oh boy he is literally like a week or two away from beating me because i couldn't go any faster and what kevin hart did was he let his pride get to him and blew up everything i mean blew up the whole system oh my
1: god oh my god dude congratulations on this brand new season of american ninja warrior i love what you guys are doing globally and i just think like like the message you shared i mean this is this is about uniting and and without any judgment of any person everyone is always welcome
0: yeah, everyone can be a ninja. I wrote a book about that. And this year, um, now, obviously, I'm talking about in life, overcoming obstacles. But this season, we do have someone who's going to be that Ninja Warrior champion, a million-dollar winner. Yep. You know, on Ninja Warriors, 15 seasons, we've only had a handful of ninjas ever Win. It is equivalent to winning the lottery because (laughs) it is that hard to win. The odds are stacked up against you. You have to go through so many different and difficult obstacles. And to be able to get that this year on stage four and to have multiple competitors make it to stage four, it's not just one person, it is a showdown. This season is probably one of the best seasons of American Ninja Warrior. I can't wait for the world to see that finals but tune in rock with us every Monday night September 11th is gonna be that finals so you got to tune in
1: one of the things that I I, as a broadcaster that I've been inspired to do is to study those that go in there and that you have no script everything that you guys do as hosts of the show and as commentators I mean you you're you're pulling from your soul to make this story our story on this side
0: yeah. Well, I think there's preparation that goes into it. The preparation for me starts when I I actually go in and I study every single ninja that competes. I watch their videos. I get to know them through their videos, their submission videos. And then I take notes. And the reason why, and there are hundreds of athletes and it's an incredible amount of time that I put into it But the reason why I do it is because, you know, for me, you know, I wasn't a big name football player. Right. I made it to the NFL and I'm I'm very happy of the accomplishment that I was able to live out a childhood dream of making it to play pro ball. But the one thing that kind of stung me that still sticks with me is the fact that, you know, I worked my butt off to make a play. And, you know, the announcer would just kind of overlook me to mention the big name guy on the team. Right. And to me, I always felt personally that that was a little lazy. Uh, And I thought, wow, like there's so many of these, because if you look on any NFL team, any NBA team, there's usually one or two big name guy and the rest of them are hard, hard, hard hat workers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, these aren't going to be your hall of famers or whatever. You know, you're lucky on an NFL squad to get five big name guys on the team, right? And there are 22 guys on, you know, 11 on one side, 11 on the other, 53 men on the roster. So there are a lot of hard hat workers. And who's giving them that love? Who's actually recognizing the amount of work that they put in? So I said, if I ever had that turn and that opportunity, that I was going to give love to the biggest name and to the least recognized name. Right. Um, And so I always want to make sure that I give the life into their show. And one of the biggest compliments I ever had in my entire ninja career was, um, you know, when one of the ninjas came to me and said, hey, you know, I actually didn't know what I was doing was a big deal until I heard you call my run. And it just broke me because I didn't just, oh, yeah, you know, check out this ninja, this ninja just. You know i give it everything i have because that's what i would want done for me like i know this person didn't just pop up and show up this person trained for this moment trained to get here and when you watch their video you know their story it allows you to tell their story in a different way and so um yeah i think it came from a wound of mine that i turned it into uh into a power.
1: Wow. Can they hear you? I mean, where whereabouts are you uh, g- compared to that course? Because I mean, that's one thing that I like about going to an NBA game is that I can sit as close to those announcers and I'll sit there and listen to them and watch the game at the same time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they can hear us, you oh. know, the closer they get to the buzzer because we're towards on the in the qualifying round, we're close to uh we're close to the buzzer. In the semifinals, they pass us halfway through. Uh, and they can hear us talking you know so there's an area in the zone that they get to Um, but yeah they they can hear us because Matt and I we are we're not (laughs) quiet people we're very loud we're very animated and so they've got to stay focused you know a couple of times this year we've had uh, and and even in the past Joe Morofsky or somebody will say hey man you know I can hear you or they'll (laughs) respond to us while they're competing I'm like wait you can do that like for me like look i got what i call dad brain i am single track mind i'm doing one thing at a time so they're like yo like i can hear you and i'm like wait you can do the obstacle and hear and talk at the same oh my like i'm barely at this age i'm barely
1: chewing gum and walking at the same time <laughs> have, have they figured out a way to warm up that water because you guys are out there in the middle of that desert at night aren't you
0: No, 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 no! I don't think anyone. The shock when you see the ninjas (laughs) fall in that water, and you see because that water is so cold, it's just like it's like doing a cold plunge. It's like doing a cold plunge. There's nothing you can do to to prepare you for that.
1: (laughs) So, like when when you. When you're preparing yourself For each each one of these episodes You, you, were, you were talking about That there's four different stages Those stages you, Do you get up close and personal with, with the players Because, I mean Or is that one thing Where you guys have got to Keep your distance So that you don't play favoritism
0: No, no, there's no favoritism We have a rooting interest For all the ninjas But we're up and close Like that stage four this year When you see the ninja competing on stage four. We're right there. Like, I'm right at the bottom of the tower. Matt and I are right at the bottom yeah. of the tower, and we are calling it. They can hear our every run, but that's a part of it, to be able to have us right there to call this rope climb. That is, thats fourth, that, that fourth stage is a 75-foot rope that these ninjas have to climb up to the top, hit that buzzer in under 30 seconds. You hit that in under 30 seconds, you win a million dollars. But now, mind you, that's equivalent to climbing up eight stories. I don't know about you, but (laughs) ain't nobody got that kind of strength. (laughs) I don't have that kind of strength to climb up eight stories, you know what I mean? Like, that's a lot. And you're boat climbing, and if you can get, I mean, it would take me at least a month to get up there because I'm going to have to take a whole bunch of breaks.
1: So what sport is the fastest on the planet? Because, I mean, I mean, when you talk about that 30 seconds, I mean, that to me says American Ninja Warrior has got to be the fastest or one of the fastest. I mean, it, it could be a rodeo. It, it actually could be hockey. Which Which one really do you feel has the fastest plays and you've got to be paying attention? oh
0: boy ah that's so different because the speed comes in so many different there's so many variables to speed right where it's the speed of a ball the speed of a of a sprint right like you know to be at the olympics uh a couple years ago and to be able to watch you know some of the greatest athletes sprint in real life to see humans move that fast you know um it's like watching the launching of a human satellite you know like um you know, I will just say that Ninja has its own speed, yep. and the speed um, to me, and it's the combination of speed and accuracy at the same time to be able to make the connection while moving so fast, or for the see the ninjas this year racing side by side, and to be able to connect all of that while and 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 and, and, and race. That's that's difficult because there's a lot of accuracy with Ninja Warrior. It's all about hitting those obstacles at the right point at the right angle. One little slip up, one little like miss, mishap and you're you're in the water. So you can't afford it. The margin of error is so, is so small. And so I'm always in awe when I watch these ninjas do it.
1: Yeah. One of the things that I have to deal with and I need to get over it is that if I see them not start off as fast as I wanted them to, I instantly label them a failure. That's just wrong because they go on to win the darn thing. I learned in season seven. I learned at that point
0: that I would never, ever underestimate a ninja. You know, it was the story of Casey Catanzaro. Casey Catanzaro came up to us that year and she said, hey, I'm going to hit a buzzer. Now, mind you, at that time, no woman had ever hit a buzzer before. And I'm not going to lie. I I was like, yeah, oh, good, good, good for you. Good for you. But (laughs) in my head, I'm like, it's never been done before. And on top of that, you're like five feet tall or 4'11 or something like that. Like, I I mean, if it's going to be anybody, it might not be you. And boy, did I have to eat some humble pie, right? Now, I didn't say this out verbally. Mind you, I was just thinking this. And then she goes and hits the buzzer. But then she has the audacity to come back the next day and says, hey, guess what? I'm going to hit the buzzer again. She came into the tower. She came into the tower and said, I'm going to hit the buzzer. I'm going, okay, look, take your W. Like again, I'm saying this in my head. I'm not saying this out loud. I'm like, take your W, you hit a buzzer, you become the first woman to ever hit a buzzer. Like that's an accomplishment, right? She says, I'm gonna hit the buzzer in the in the extended course, in the in, in the finals, uh wow. you know, and in, in the semifinals. Well, she goes out there and she hits it. We are blown away. And that (laughs) took Ninja Warrior and the trajectory, I mean, that video has been seen over 100 million times. I mean, that was the, I mean, that was the first time I had even heard of a viral video because it popped up everywhere. And from that point on, I never, ever, she taught me a lesson. In fact, I wrote about her in my book because it was humbling for me because we all do it. You go and tell someone, hey, I want to do this. And people in their head, they may not tell you out loud, but they're doubting you. And I was a doubter of Casey Catanzaro and look at her now has a successful WWE career. I mean, dominated on Ninja warrior was able to take that success and move it into the WWE. Uh, I'm super, super proud of her. I'm super happy on me. And I admitted and I even apologized to her because I was like, I doubted you. And she said, you know what? She felt doubt her whole life being five wow. feet tall and people not thinking she could accomplish much because of her size. And it taught me, it has nothing, you know, there's the cliche, never judge a book by its cover, but then there's the reality of never judging someone by, by, by the cover. And so she taught me the real life version of that. And it has stuck with me forever. So whenever I see a ninja compete, I don't care if they don't have, you know, if they're missing a leg, which we've had ninjas compete with, you know, amputees compete. Mm-hmm. I don't care what their conditions are. I'm never judging them. I actually go on the ride with them because, as my dad once told me about a tree that he planted when he was in Nigeria, that everybody gave up on, it became the biggest apple tree in in in, in his neighborhood. Uh, he says, "You never know God's surprise, and you really right. don't." You when
1: it comes to ninja warrior, ninja warrior, you never know God's surprise. Wow. I love where your heart is. Man, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. All
0: right. Thank you so much. You'll be brilliant today. Okay, sir. All right. Thank you.